the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You can catch the podcast of The Bruce Hooley Show, and many of you do, and I appreciate that very much. Pam works uh, hard to get the podcast up quickly after the show. It's at 989theanswer.com. 94.5 is theanswerdayton.com. Appreciate our uh, listeners in western Ohio. I'll be over in your area on uh, Thursday night. I'll be in uh, the Dayton area on Thursday night, Fairmont High School, taking in some uh, regional volleyball action. Looking forward to that. Always look forward to uh, greeting my Listeners, whether it's in person or on the phone, Lawrence in the Hilltop has a question. 844-TALK-989 if you'd like to be a part of the program. Hello, Lawrence. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Hello, Bruce. Thank you for calling. Um, what can I do for you today? Well, I'll just have a question. First, first, um, J.D. Vance has got my vote. There's no doubt about that. Good to hear. But the second question I have is this. Uh, I've heard nothing about Rob Portman as to whether he has endorsed JD Vance or anything. Uh he's endorsed there... JD. Yeah, he's endorsed JD Vance. They did a a uh, a campaign appearance together last week in Sharonville, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. Okay, I must have missed that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's um, fine. But it's uh, not it's nice to know that because I cuz I thought well here here he, this guy's going to maybe take his place and I hadn't heard anything, so I just wanted to know. Yeah, but I, think, I thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, Lawrence. And I think there's a and it's a really good question and I think that um look Portman is a is a was a different kind of senator than JD Vance will be. We're we're on the cusp and I, t- I touched on this with JD. If the Senate goes the way we think it will, <clears throat> if we get let's say we get JD Vance and Herschel Walker and Blake Masters and I mean if we get Tiffany Smiley in Washington, Adam Laxalt in Nevada, if we get Don Bolduck in New Hampshire. I mean, that's like the Senate version of the old line from the Eddie Murphy movie. Uh, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. I mean, there's a new sheriff in town if that's that kind of new blood is coming to the Senate. But there's already a vestige of that kind of energy, young energy. I talk all the time about the deep bench that Republicans have. And I don't mean they're like bench warmers. I mean, Let's let's flash forward leadership of the Republican Party 10 years from now, 10 years from now, who are going to be the voices articulating Republican Party policy and the vision for the future. By then, Donald Trump will be gone. OK, Donald Trump will be gone. 10 years from now, will Ron DeSantis still be part of the picture? Will Nikki Haley still be part of the picture? Christy Nome, Tom Cotton, Josh Hawley, J.D. Vance, Blake Masters. Yeah. Now do that on the other side 10 years from now. If you were a Democrat, I suppose this is the wrong way to ask it, because if you are a Democrat, you would feel good about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ayanna Presley, Ilhan Omar being the voice of your party 10 years from now because you're you're 
mentally ill to think that they're good for this country. But I'll just tell you right now, Democrats are not happy about the fact that Republicans have locked and loaded political superstars going forward like Cotton, Hawley, DeSantis, Vance, Masters, on and on and on. They're not happy about that because it's like looking down the road and seeing that the Super Bowl champions have two first-round draft picks in the next 10 NFL drafts, okay? They're going to stay good. As a Republican, I'm thrilled that the future of the Democratic Party appears to be Gavin Newsom, failed governor of California, AOC, Ayanna Presley, Ilhan Omar, radical policy embracers. Like, I love that because I refuse to believe that that is the way, the path that America wants to follow. That is not the way America wants to go. America does not want an open southern border and have to worry about whether that's a sweet tart in your kid's Halloween candy or rainbow fentanyl. I was talking last night with some buddies. I went to the Ohio State basketball game last night. I'm leaving. I talked to a couple guys. And Ohio State plays North Carolina in New York on December the 17th. And one of the guys said, are you going? And I said, yeah, I'm going. I'm going in and out the same day. He's like, what are you going in and out the same day? Why don't you want to spend the weekend in New York? And I said, no, I don't want to spend the weekend in New York. I don't want to become a statistic. A couple of the guys in that room last night are going to Chicago this weekend for Ohio State Northwestern. I used to go to Chicago two, three times a year on business back in my sports days. Loved Chicago. Loved it. We'd stay on Michigan Avenue in a hotel. It's on the company. It's great. We'd leave, ten, we'd get done with our work, we'd leave 10 o'clock at night, go out to have dinner, walk around, go to a Cubs game, go to a White Sox game. No thought in our mind that anything bad could happen to us. Now? You could give me a free trip to Chicago, say, you can stay right downtown, you can walk Michigan Avenue, you can, no thanks, not going, no, not going. I'd like to be able to show my daughters, I have one daughter who's into school plays and musicals and things. I would love, and I always envisioned it when I was going to New York back in the day, in the 90s, going to Broadway shows. Like, wow, this would really be cool if I could take my daughter to Broadway shows someday. Now I have that daughter. She'd love to go. Except she'd be petrified stepping over drug addicts and needles and feces on the sidewalks of New York City. And I wouldn't take her anywhere near the subway because we might end up getting run over by a train because we got bumped into the track by some crazed lunatic. That's the future that the Democratic Party thinks is just fine with aliens coming across the border and making homeless encampments throughout our cities and Occupy Wall Street and all the other nonsense. Lawless, radical behavior. They love it. They think it's great. But I don't think that's what America wants. And so I'm excited about the future. And this could be the first of many red waves because this is a year where a bunch of Republican seats are up for grabs in the one-third, one-third, one-third Senate elections because the Senate, six-year term, one-third elected every two years. I wonder what the next breakdown is. If it's a heavily Democratic breakdown, maybe the Republicans, this is only the first of several waves that are coming. Bob in Etna has a thought. Hi, Bob. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. 
Hi, how are you, how are you doing? I'm great, Bob. I'm great, Bob. I think uh, uh, either side, uh, well, the citizens, the voters, must insist that whether you're Democrat or Republican, nobody's held accountable right now. Nobody's, it, they're all working for their parties. Nobody's out here working for you or I. Yet I agree. We're paying their way. I agree. Uh, the prospects in the next 10 years uh, are fantastic as long as those people work for us and not the parties. Well, and, in terms of what you say about accountability, the ballot box absolutely. is the ballot box is the ultimate accountability. And I've been saying all yeah. along, if you're upset about lockdowns, if you're upset about your business being forced to close, if you're upset about being monitored on social media, if you're upset about being told you can't have a say and you're not allowed to question the government, if you're upset about the price of food, then Tuesday's the day you get to make your voice heard. And if you think all those things are great, you vote Democrat. And if you think all those things need to change, you vote Republican. It's a very simple choice. Well, I agree with that. However, um, there's more to it. Call your representatives. Write your representatives. Amen. Call them out on social media. Amen. Um, put that. Uh, put their faults or their shortcomings. Make them prevalent. Uh, hopefully, people remember. Uh, sadly, our attention span is so short nowadays <laughs> that. Likely they won't, but... Well, uh, uh, I think, Bob, I think, you know, the power of the truth that you bring to the table in this call is something that I assume you're sharing with your friends, and that's the very best way to get the message out, is to share that with your friends. Absolutely. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you listening to the show. We do have the ultimate power. I know Homeland Security is trying to quash all dissent. But as far as I know, know, can I say this with 100% certainty? Your vote will be counted and tabulated fairly, and we'll get get the leaders we deserve. I say it all the time. We'll get the leaders we we deserve because we vote for them. So I received a text during the uh, break from someone who attended the Tim Ryan J.D. Vance Town Hall last night, and she said that she wished she had taken an umbrella to shield herself from all the manure coming out of Tim Ryan's mouth. Yeah, Uh, the crowd called him out uh, on his lie about a Capitol Police officer being killed in the January 6th uprising, and you could tell... Ryan was like, internally, there was this is what the, the little man inside Tim Ryan's head was saying. Oh, man, I said that on the campaign trail so many times, and people who come to my campaign appearances are Democrats, and they love it when I tell them that a Capitol Police officer was killed during the riots, but I forgot I'm in a Fox audience here, and they're really well-informed, and they're not going to put up with my nonsense. So how, how am I going to back out of this jackpot? That's what was going on in his head. Now, we played the first question about the Inflation Reduction Act. Woman says, can you look me in the eye? That's a, hmm. Can you look me in the eye and tell me the Inflation Reduction Act will reduce my cost at the grocery store? Tim Ryan's 
Short answer, no, but oh, I, I, I'm for natural gas. And Brett Bear's like, yeah, good for you, but your party won't go along with that. And Ryan's like, well, I, I, there's, there's too much politics now. See, when you catch Tim Ryan in a, in a promise that has no starch behind it, I'm for natural gas. Yeah, but your other idiots in your party aren't, so it won't get passed. Then he goes, well, you know, I'm in politics. I mean, why don't you lead your party out of the idiotic wilderness that it's in when it comes to domestic energy, Tim, and show them the light of your brilliant positions? Martha McCallum followed up on the woman's question. I thought Martha McCallum was much tougher on uh, Ryan last night than Brett Bear, which I'm not surprised. Uh, Brett is, uh, I think staunchly guarding his position as a down-the-middle commentator. He's done a really good job with it. He does push back from time to time, but Martha McCallum followed up on the woman's question. This woman's question was about the Inflation Reduction Act, and you said, yeah, actually, it's not changing your life right now. I said in the short term. you voted for trillions of dollars in spending that you're now, I think, saying isn't working right now. Well, here's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in the short term... (laughs) We need a tax cut. We have to put money in people's pockets. Child tax credit, advance it. Earned income tax credit, advance it. Put it How in people's get bank account. Your party. Well, you're asking me what I'm what I like to do. I don't have control over everybody else. In other words, I've been in Congress for 20 years and I can't get anything done. That's what he's saying. I can't get anything done. A 20 year congressman shouldn't he have some position of influence in Congress? Like, not everybody's been there 20 years. Like, don't you get some gravitas the longer you're there? Don't you have the experience of, hey, you know, AOC, I have been here for a while. Like, let me explain to you how this works. Like, domestic energy, good. Like, are you allowed to interact with the people in your party? Are you allowed to lead people in your party and bring them over and say, hey, you know, I'd kind of like to win the presidency in 2024. Have you looked at the inflation rate? Let me take you to Youngstown, Ohio, and let's go shopping at a grocery store. And you'll see, let's talk to some real Americans. Get out of your New York bubble. Come with me to Ohio. Are those things that a congressman could do? Yeah, you could do that. Is Tim Ryan doing that? Evidently not. Evidently not. Martha McCallum had more for Tim Ryan on the topic of fracking. You voted against fracking in the past on federal lands, and and you, you said you wanted it banned. So now the president is saying that he wants to tax energy companies, a windfall tax because of the profits that they've made. So the same kind of thing that you're arguing with green energy, that you have to make that investment now. Why not make that investment in making us energy independent? Because right now, uh, we are far from it. I'm a thousand. (laughs) I'm a thousand percent for that. A thousand percent. I'm just saying you can't we, – don't, we don't want to do fracking on federal lands. Why not? I'd like to do it wherever else we can. Why not? Why not do it on federal lands? Here's a little, Why not? Here's a little tip for you, Tim Ryan. The federal government owning federal land could allow oil companies to drill on federal lands, and the oil companies would be able to do that if the federal government was amenable to it, and I don't know why it wouldn't be, at a much lower cost. Than acquiring private land. Okay? So, a private landowner, tell me something, Tim Ryan. Does a private landowner typically own as much land as, say, the federal government might? 
in a big, wide open state like Oklahoma, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho. No, when the feds own land, they don't own like 50 acre parcels or 500 acre parcels. When the fed owns land, the fed owns tens of thousands of acres. And so if I'm an oil company and I want to go in and I want to drill on some guy's land, I got to buy that land from him or I got to get a lease for it. And then I have to get an easement to get in across somebody else's land. And all that adds to my bottom line, which raises my cost. And guess what? I'm not going to do it at a loss. I'm going to pass it on to who? The consumer. That's why you drill on federal lands, you idiot. I'm just amazed the the shallow explanations he gives, which either he's a moron or worse, he thinks you're a moron. You have said in the past that you would be for eliminating cash bail. And a lot of people see people getting arrested. The next day they're back on the street again. You also said that you thought that nonviolent criminals should be released from prison. And a lot of people fall into that nonviolent category. Uh, including drug traffickers, including drug possession, including people who distribute child pornography. So all those people should be let out? Well, what I'm talking about here is marijuana crimes. I think we need to legalize marijuana. I think... Well, you said all nonviolent criminals out, for sure. I'm sorry? You 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 said said all all nonviolent criminals out, for sure. Well, I think the focus is marijuana crimes, in my mind, right? We spend this is this may be the stupidest expenditure of federal of federal money and in public taxpayer money in the history of our country. You get caught with marijuana, then you end up in prison. And and that is insane for us. We should take we should tax the marijuana. That's a lie. You get caught with marijuana, you do not end up in prison. They just you want end the up money. In, you end up in prison. Yeah, he wants to tax everything. Yeah. You end up in prison on a marijuana charge because you are trafficking in marijuana. And they plead it down so that you don't have to go to trial so that it unclogs the court systems. Okay? The other thing on that, when he says all nonviolent offenders out and then they hang him on it because it's a stupid position, he's like, well, I just mean marijuana. Now, I have a question. These laws that you write in Congress, are they like a paragraph long or are they like 800 pages long? If you want to be specific in a bill, Tim Ryan, they'll give you the paper that you can write out exactly what you mean. You don't have to generalize in these laws, Tim Ryan. No. I mean, call me crazy, but I would think after 20 years in Congress, you would get on to how to write legislation. And if you want to be specific about marijuana possession, there's probably room in the vast storehouses of Congress for the paper that you could print on there only for low-level drug possessors. But no, when you just generalize, then, oh, guess what? Nonviolent offenders. Oh, I'm a pimp. I can get out. I'm a child pornographer. I can get out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.